Oh yeah. Welcome to Got Some, episode five. <laughs> and we're here with Vaughn of Vonatonics. Yes. We are certainly related. We've been fighting as siblings for years. Yeah. I Is got my true? money on Vaughn. I mean, yeah. I think it's, it's true. out there. I guess if you put it that way. There's nothing wrong with family disagreeing on things. You're right. Right. And yeah. so she's been a source of light to me at the studio <laughs> and I'm sort of like a project. But let's kick it let's kick it off. Uh, we want to promote Vaughn today and tell your story. Okay. Because it's a good story. And most of what we're going to learn today, CJ, we're going to learn on the fly. We had a call yesterday. We did a little bit of background to get a feel for the details behind it. But we usually start with a customary ginger shot. Today, we're going to be doing tonics. So, so this. John, do you want to get in on this? Yes. Okay, here you go. This ginger shot. Here. That we usually have. Here we go. What's in it? Ginger. And? Ginger. And? And ginger. What's the liquid? It's the liquid from the ginger. There's got to the, be more. No, no, no. It's ginger root. If you juice it. Straight up? Stra so you juice the whole root? We juice the whole root. Yeah. Well, well I'm going to peel the, the skin off the root. Then we're going to juice that root. No, don't peel the skin. I will never peel the skin again, Vaughn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. John so told me to peel it. Anyway, so. Cool. Ginger is perfect. All right, so you're pouring? Uh, you can. Yeah. Right. Ooh, I'm exci Vaughn, I'm excited. So you say leave the skin on, Vaughn? Yeah. Okay. Because a lot of skin from fruit or veggies, you need the fiber. That's so true. And it has Will you get properties. this right here, please? Okay, <laughs> tell us about what we're about to do. So we're taking shots of the immune support tonic. Mm. It was my very first tonic that I started with. Um... And it's always good to share with the family, friends, because we're all trying to make sure we stay strong and not get sick. Amen to that. Amen to that. So if, we take, off right if there. we take this as <laughs> the beginning of our day, we're in good shape. And uh, it's all natural. No preservatives, no chemicals. I put ginger in there. You can see the flakes of them in there. There's ginger, honey. Cayenne pepper, lemon, lime. I think I put a little bit of vinegar in there. Woo! So one and thing. The, <laughs> go ahead. And the echinacea is from Kenya. So one oh. thing. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. well, Which on. is where Vaughn's from. Echin echinacea. The two of you are going to connect today more well, than anybody because. Well, family. Yeah. Well, of course. And I know. But you're all about ingredients. Can, well, ingredients are everything. You know that. Yes. And uh, how they combine. And we'll go deeper on that. Yes. First. Cheers. Cheers. Toast. Cheers. Thanks for being here. Cheers. Okay, well, let me move it oh, to cheers. this side. <laughs> that was yeah. good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Can we do that again? That was incredible. So Vaughn, I'm just going to give you some kudos. <laughs> it's good. That is, my taste buds mm -hmm. are very refined. Yes. And uh, I'm a sommelier of immune support shots. Yes. That was incredible. Absolutely. That was so good. Amazing. So good. I don't know what that, if that maybe it's the echinacea. Mm-hmm. But, but to quote my uh, Uncle Jim, damn. Damn. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was, thank you very much. That I appreciate that. Thank you. I make them with love. I can, that maybe that's the ingredient. That, is, that was 
perfecto. I think that's the main ingredient for all my tonics mm -hmm. because as soon as I get an order form, I have a, you know, I'm sitting in the kitchen. I was like, wow, I got an order. And I'm like happy dancing, mm. music, and I just bring out all my ingredients, spices, herbs, fruit, veggies, whatever I need. And I'm ready. And That's I make them just, you know, it becomes a whole thing. Mm -hmm. I make a whole like production of it. So that makes me happy. Well, thank you. That was great. Yeah. Puts her heart into it. Yeah. So let's dig in okay. and let's lay out kind of the premise of how we're going to go about this. And yeah. let's, it'll go wherever it goes, like usual. Uh, what I'd like to do in the purpose of this podcast, we're actually kind of finding that out as we go, but is to find good stories of people that overcame obstacles, whatever mm -hmm. they might be. Yeah. And you are certainly one of those stories <laughs> without question. And, uh, in addition to that, you have an awesome business. Yeah. So, you know, if we start doing, going, oh, we're promoting business, 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 people will probably stop watching. I want the story. And then because of that, mm -hmm. you happen to have a great business, right? Yes. So we'll get into that. But I want to know more about you to start. Uh, for starters, Vaughn moved from Kenya at the age of 21 mm. here with nothing, with a two-year-old. <laughs> is that correct? Yes. Okay. I mean that as a compliment. Oh, thank you. And she had a two-year-old son. Her daughter had not been born yet. Her mom had a business. Uh, she did holistic, mm -hmm. what would you say? Yeah. Um, she did holistic, holistic medicine. medicine, but she also did African artifacts and jewelry. Okay. So we had a shop. She had a shop at a mall. Okay. And so she, that's why she needed me to come to help her because it's hard to get good help. You know this firsthand. Then you'd be good. So she needed somebody, you know, like directly from the family, like which is me or my brother. And it was. And Vaughn's the oldest. Yeah. So, and she's obviously a natural born leader. She's first in line to go. Yeah. So she gets on a plane, heads to Maryland. Was this your first time in the, the U.S.? Oh, yeah. Wow. I mean, granted, I've traveled a little bit over the years before mm -hmm. that because my mom used to take us to, like, Nigeria with her and stuff like that. And I've been to, like, Denmark. I did mm. a, an exchange program that was, you know, I was the featured African uh, Kenyan that was able to go. But it was my first time to the U.S. Mm. And it was exactly a month or a few weeks after 9-11. And so wow. people were like, when they heard that I was coming here, they're like, you going to U.S. now? Do you not know the chaos is, that's going on over there? I'm like, yeah, but my ticket is already bought. I'm go my mom's there. Whatever it's meant to be is going to be, mm -hmm. so I'm going. And I'm, I'm here now. Yeah, so yeah. you show up. Yeah. You work with your mom. And what was that like? Loved it. How long had it been since you had seen each other? Not that long, because she, she traveled a lot back and forth, so maybe a year. Okay. Still a long time. Which is still long, but it's not as long as usual. Like, you know, somebody that's overseas, if you're going to plan a trip to go back home, it takes a lot. So you have to kind of, it takes about three years maybe to plan. And if you're taking your kids and other people, the tickets are so high, you got to, like, plan ahead. So a year was not too bad. It was still long. But it was a good, it was seamless for me to come in and whatever she needed me to do because of my upbringing, 
it wasn't like, oh, now she wants, she's demanding a lot of me. It's just what's expected. Right. Yeah. So it's the standard. Yeah. It was okay. good. So then you, you're there for what, four years? I was in Maryland, D.C. area for about four years, four or five years, mo maybe close to five. And then I left from there and came here. And you ended up moving to D.C.? Well, I moved to D.C. from, you know, Maryland. They're right next to each other. Right. So when I moved from Maryland to D.C., that was about three years in. Moved to D.C., mainly because my mom moved back to Kenya. Mm. And she was like, oh, well, I guess I'm ready to go home. Come on. I'm like, Ma, I just got here. So she left and I stayed. And then I moved to D.C. with my daughter's dad, who's now deceased. And, you know, that was uh, an unhealthy relationship thing that I had to get out of. And that's how I ended up in Michigan, because I needed to be somewhere where there's family, where I can start over and not be in a toxic situation. So you go to D.C., yeah. mom goes back. Yeah. And then what what's the catalyst that takes you from D.C. to Michigan? I mean, it's just um, looking at life from d different perspectives. My experience was trying to have a, as healthy of a relationship with myself, with my kids, with so anything that was in interfering with that or was, or was trying to mess that up, I couldn't be part of. So I had to up and leave because I was in this toxic relationship. It's almost like, you know, Case in point, my daughter's dad shows he showed his true colors after my mom moved back to Kenya. He said, okay, now I'm just going to show you the monster that I am. And he became so wild and uh, unhinged and jealous of his baby, the attention I was giving the baby. And uh, one day he came home and I, you know, I showed him um, something I saw that was uh, incriminating and he got so mad because I think he was more mad at himself for living paper trail for me to find so it became this toxic situation he became um, physically crazy as far as his, he tried to attack me he had a gun and knife I'm holding the baby I'm trying to dodge he trying to kick me I'm kicking back you know defense we had to get out of that situation then I ended up in a shelter because I'm in DC. I don't know nobody for real. And I called, I went to the police station. They're like, well, we, we're going to put you up somewhere and you have the baby. And then we had to leave from there. They're like, do you have anywhere to go? Cause we're going to help you start out, you know, kind of start over, find your way. I'm like, I don't really want to be here. Um, I have family in Michigan. One of my favorite cousins is here. And uh, he wanted, he's like, oh, come on. You guys, come on over here. Family's here. We'll take care of whatever needs to be done. So that was the move I made. I jumped on a Greyhound with a baby, with the bag on my back, and that was wow. it. We were on the way. And so we, had, we got here. I'm like, yeah, let's start over. But the baby was, you know, she's, she's, she was like uh, a few six months maybe. And it was just a lot for mm -hmm. me to do all that, but... It had to be done, so there's no choice. It's survival. It's, it's survival. Mom's survival instincts, right? Yeah. Yep. Sounds yeah. like the name of the show is going to wow. be. Yeah, it is. That's beautiful, by the survival way. Survival <laughs> mode, right? 
always land on your feet got to be that's good for you yeah yeah it was um not not a wake-up call but uh you know what what is say when you're a mom and you have you do what you got to do take care of your baby or you have to take care of yourself you can't sink you can't i can't be in the street so what's my next move what's the plan b that was plan B. Don't mess with mama bear. <laughs> you gotta go. Yeah, I got. In, I had in to nature, you don't mess with, you know, with, literally. Don't, don't mess yeah. with mama bear, period. And, and on top of that, I had to, um, you know, once I was here and kind of getting settled in, there was a whole court case because me going to the police station and they took pictures of me. I had bruises all up and down my back. So now you got to go back and forth. Now I got to go back and forth to court with the baby. Back to Maryland. Yeah. Oh. Uh, well, D.C., yeah. D.C., well, right. Yeah. Back and forth. But were you, back were you in forth. Michigan at this point? I was in Michigan. Oh, okay. So the advantage of that is they paid for everything. They paid for my fare, so my flight with the baby, food. They put us in a hotel. Uh, gave us a, you know, got a taxi from sure. the room to the, from the hotel to the courtroom. But it was just, like, very emotionally mm-hmm. draining. Because he tried to bring people to defend him, his family. They tried to make it seem like I'm crazy. Like this African Kenyan woman, she's here by herself. She's just making up things. Mm-hmm. She's trying to make me look bad. But in the end, it didn't work. He still ended up being found guilty because we had the evidence, the pictures, the, the evidence of me going to the police station in the middle of the night and yeah. all that. It worked in my favor, but I, my point was, I'm not necessarily trying to get you to go to jail. I'm just trying to get you to pay for what you're doing, mm-hmm. like own up to your mistakes and do better, be a better person. And uh, that was a lot to deal with, but we, we did it. We did it, and I came back, and I moved on with my life. Because part of the problem, too, he had confiscated my documents. So he's like, I'm going to make sure you're not able to work here. You're not able to survive here. I got your passport, your visa. So that was a whole other thing. Because when I came here, I needed to get documents so I can get situated. So um, the University of Michigan uh, lawyers, it was like a non-governmental organization. They put me with them. And they helped me with my process, with the paperwork. I got a U visa status, which is a special status for anybody that's needing something sooner than later. And it's a status that's not a working status or student status. It's just special status. Mm -hmm. So I had that for a while. And um, I was working towards getting my documentation so I can work and stuff. Yeah. I'm glad you got out of there. I mean, it's it's. It's always scary to start your life over again, but there's also excitement there. Yes. The excitement, mm-hmm. too, was um, governed by the fact that my cousin was so welcoming. Mm-hmm. He was like, don't worry. I got you what you need. Come stay with me. I have the spot in Detroit, and, you know, I'm going to help you with the baby, whatever you need so you can get yourself together. And... Me not even knowing the value of, let's say, what the dollar is. Because when I moved here, I stayed with my mom. And then after that, I stayed with my boyfriend Mm -hmm. at the time. I was like, well, you know, and and the government or the state gave me a little bit of money to get myself together. So I have, uh, it was like four or $5,000. I'm like, is that going to be good for rent? 
And he was just like, what? Okay, well, I guess, I mean, whatever you need, you, I don't need you to do all that. I just need you to be able to get to a place where you can be comfortable. And it was just like the right fit for me. That's all. That's yeah, yeah, to have family that cares enough to, you know, bring us in without question. Love, man. Love. It's just love. Yeah. yeah. And that helped me navigate the city because staying with him and getting a job, we were able to exchange like duties, babysitting sure. duties. Um, we were jumping on the bus, going working at a um, laundromat. We both worked at a laundromat at the time because he was, you know, trying to organize his life as well. Mm-hmm. So we we switching on the bus. You get off the bus. It's like here's the baby. All right, I'm going to work. You know, just survival mode. And I didn't even realize that that part of the city was people were like, you were just walking around like it's nothing. I didn't know. I was on West Grand Boulevard and Linwood. And if I mentioned that to anybody, they're like, Today. whoa, that is, you know, you, you know, it's, it's a little scary part of the city. Yeah, and Ignorance I didn't, bliss. Yes. I, it didn't yeah. phase me. I didn't know anything. I was just in survival mode. I'm sure. going where I'm going. I got to get to work. It's six in the morning. It's barely light out. I'm going. Right. Mama bear's on a mission, <laughs> and that's that, right? Yeah, and you know, just steps like that. We did whatever we had to do. I even worked at a warehouse that you guys might. Uh, what is the name of that warehouse? Packaging like CDs and DVDs and stuff like that. I used to work there, and then uh, yeah, just slowly, better jobs, better position, got my own place. Got the baby feeling, you know, the baby's getting older, back and forth to school. I got a car, you know. When does your daughter come along? Uh, well, my baby was born in 2005. So I was, I was still in D.C. And right before we moved from D.C. is um, when we had the situation with, his, with her dad. Okay. That's why when we got yeah, here in Michigan, well, to Michigan, she was only six months. Wow. So six months. This is probably the only life she knows in Michigan because she's too little anyway. And um, we got here, and, yeah, she's been here ever since. And now she's at the wonderful Michigan State yeah. University. Go yeah, go green. Go white. I'm a Spartan mom. I'm so proud of her. <laughs> You're so, you were so geeked. I'm so geeked to be a Spartan mom, yes, uh, because – First of all, green is my favorite color, so it gives me a reason to find everything that's green. Green cups, green socks, green hats, everything. So you're in heaven. And I'm in heaven shopping for Spartan gear. And then um, just knowing that as a parent, I did something right. And the fact that, you know, she went to school, she did what she needed to do, and now she's got a full scholarship to college. And uh, I'm just like... In all, you know, African mom with the American dream. And she doesn't remember the six-month-old trip on the Greyhound. No. <laughs> and you somehow were able to transfer that and transmute that into yeah. her going to Michigan yeah. State on a full ride. That's unbelievable. Yeah, and that's that's a big deal because when they got grown enough to understand, I took both my kids to our old neighborhood so they can see mm. where we were when you were young. They're That's like, good. we lived here? I'm like, yeah. That's right. We lived here. We took the bus. We, you know, whatever we had to do. 
and we're, we're elevating. The best you can do is learn from your past because it's going to solidify your future. And that's the reason, too, I took my daughter to Kenya to visit because, you know, she wasn't born there. What was that like? When did you go? First time I took her, uh, what was that, 2000, maybe 12-ish, and uh, or maybe a little bit later. But she's been twice right now, I okay. mean, so far. And um, it was interesting because she was like, oh, my God, it's so hot. People <laughs> everywhere. Um, and, you know, she's like, the food is so good. Everybody's trying to cater to us. They're so nice. I'm like, yeah, it's a different culture. And uh, she, cool. she's like, I can understand what they're saying, but she doesn't necessarily, like, speak Swahili, but she'll, she understands what they're saying. So she's like, okay, I can respond a little bit. That's cool. You still speak? Oh yeah, I speak okay. um three, four, about four languages, and that has helped me. It has helped me because I've done like translating jobs uh, for immigrants that's coming in and they need to go to the doctor or something like that, and uh, different organizations. They're like, hey, we need a Swahili translator. Are you available? For so, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that has been good to be able to speak that. Yeah, and you did your immigration paperwork all on your own, right? Oh, my Which goodness. Which I think speaks to survival mode, right? Let me tell you something. Most so people get an attorney for that. Yeah, you like 90%. It. So one good thing is I have a friend that I call my sister. She helped me because she did a lot, uh, she's done a lot of like criminal justice, social justice, a lot of immigration work. She even has her own organization. So she said, oh... As far as you know, as far as doing your documents, don't worry. I can have somebody that will guide you with what you need, how to write, articulate your paperwork so you can be ready. I'm like, okay, cool. But then she's like, you know, all you really need to think about is whatever question they're asking you on your documents, have the document to prove that. Like if you say, oh, this is my address. What document does this say that this is your address? You know, like your ID says your address and stuff like that. So it was it was just kind of making sure that I'm on task with making all the documents accounted for. My ID, my what I have from Kenya. It was like this huge pile of paperwork that I had to put together. How long does that take? Forever. Like how many years? Um, not necessarily. It's just that when you first, when you have your green card, you keep that for, I think, up to five years, and you can then apply for your citizenship. And so when it's time, you go online and get the documentation and start filling it out. Once you're done filling it out, we send it in. They'll give you an appointment. The appointment could be months out, but it's just prepping you. You know, you got to study um the questionnaire they asked you about american history mm. who was such and such president do you How'd know the play I, I aced it <laughs> do you know the pledge of allegiance my son helped me All my right, son is good. great with american history or just history in general yeah and i think that's why he even picked anthropology as his mm. major he wants to be a professor so he's like ma don't worry i got you uh and, and because major. huh it's a great major oh I, I can't wait to do to see what he does with it mm -hmm. But um, I wasn't worried. I said, he's like, we can study together and ask each other questions. It worked. It worked because I needed to 
have or build that relationship with him because my son didn't get to come with me. You remember that part? Right. He didn't get to come with me when I first came to the U.S. They were like, oh, no, if you're going to, you know, visit your mom and help her, the baby is just going to be in the way. So you go and the baby will follow. But then when that came, it was a lot of difficulty getting documents to get him here. And he came a few years later. And so I'm like, I feel like I was missing out. Wow, so I can't imagine. I'm missing out. I'm trying to catch up. And so, um, and even build a relationship between him and his sister because they lived apart for a little while. On top of everything else <laughs> you got going on, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, and, you know, it is what it is. It's all life, but they have a solid relationship. They have different dads but the, we don't do like step brother step nothing we just that's your brother and that's your sister I love what's him. the age gap whoa he's 24 and she's 18 okay so not so too far apart not too far apart so it was earlier it was harder because he was like oh my god she talks a lot she does this and right. she was like oh he's so like quiet and all in his video games he's not talking to me but they found they found a space where it worked for both of them, and now they're super close. And I just that's love that. That's pretty special. Yeah, I love that. Um, so by doing that, you know, he came here on a visa as well, and then got his green card. Then when we both have our green cards, it was like, okay, we got to do a citizenship. But at first, I didn't want to be a citizen. When the very first time I got my green card, my country. They still were not letting people do. If you revoke your citizenship, that's it. You, but now they let you do dual. I was like, okay, so I can be both. And then let me go ahead and file for my American citizenship. So now all three of us are, are dual? dual citizens. Yeah. Nice. Congratulations. Which means <laughs> that's a big deal. It means you had to do it three times. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and hers was to do the Kenyan side. So we had to go to the Kenyan embassy and so file so for So are her both kids Kenyan also? I mean, I'm sorry, your daughter, did she get... She dual. got she got her dual, dual citizenship, right, yeah. but hers we had to do it different because she was born here. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Very so cool. you have basically like twenty five jobs, <laughs> and they all involve overtime and long periods of time. Uh, overtime and long periods, and that's why I have a me day. Um, what day is that? Every day. Not today. <laughs> <laughs> Typically Monday, right? Okay. Or Sunday, depending on. Smart. But I, I, I learned to do that because I'm big on health and rest is part of health. So good rest is part of health. And uh, I want to have mental clarity and not fatigue and feel like, why am I working so hard and not getting to enjoy any of it? So if I get to travel, I'm, I'm feeling good. If I get to um, just sit back and relax and not do anything or deal with anybody, I feel good. Yeah. It's like I'm recharging so that the next day I'm ready to take on the world. It seems to me that you're built for what you ended up doing. Really? Like you, yeah. You have, your mom did holistic medicine. Mm -hmm. You came from Kenya. Survival mode, basically 24-7. Yeah. And go through all of these different obstacles showing up on a greyhound. And your roots are valued. You know, it seems like they're rooted in health yeah mental health yeah and also not just hey i'm gonna pick something up off the shelf and drink it because someone says it's healthy oh my God. i'm gonna go right to the root yes right because yes. you are clearly established to your roots <laughs> so you're gonna find the 
best ingredients and go right to the root cause of whatever causes good health, whether that's your me day mm-hmm. or whether it's doing what you're doing. So parlay that for me into Vonitonics. When That was born when? That was born in 2016. And tell the audience, what is Vonitonics? So Vonitonics is um, the brand name now of what used to be Yvonne's Tonics. Because when I started the tonic thing, it wasn't to start a business. It was just to get my kids not sick because they come from school and talking like, oh, here's a note from the teacher. Somebody's sick. Somebody has this. And I'm like, Mama I don't want my, I, <laughs> I don't want my kids <laughs> to get sick. I gotta come up with something. And me knowing, you know, I studied herbology and holistic medicine, and listening to my mom instilling us every day, and like, listen, listen, listen. I'm like, okay, ma. So I look in my fridge. I say, what I got in here? Ooh, there goes some lemon, some ginger, some honey. I got l- mm. honey in the cabinet. I got some spices. Let me come up with something. So that's how I started. I made an immune tonic. And uh, my friends and their their friend their, their friends' parents are like, ooh, your kids never get sick. What are you giving them? So I make tonics for them. They're like, how much? I'm like, I'm not selling them, but I guess I'm going to come yeah, up with something. Yeah, whatever you can get, right? <laughs> so then I started that way. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to come up with something. Oh, do you have anything for energy? Do you have anything for joint pain? I'm always achy. I'm trying to lose weight. I'm trying to do this. I say, okay, well... I know the herbs that go with, you know, those specific uh, ailments or uh, discomforts. Let me see what I can come up with for everybody. And that's how now I have a line of nine. And my son was like, Ma, we got to make your business name professional. So he said, Vonatonics, so it can just kind of seamlessly flow. And uh, I loved it. Uh, He helped me do that. My daughter helped me with a lot of the ingredients. And I just feel like. It works nicely because we're keeping it in the family. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, you know, like the immune support has been like the biggest seller during the pandemic, especially. Walk us through one of them, like soup to nuts from, (laughs) you know, because I want you to hear this, CJ, because both of the two of you have more in common. CJ is the same way. He makes the best shake in town. Okay, good. I I got to try that. Did you make some today? I didn't because I knew you had your tonic here. Oh, I but see. Listen, I, I will, y- but you're, it's what keeps, first of all, what you just said about sleep. Mm-hmm. So most health guru, pundit experts, th- you talk about during the day, sleeping is the most anabolic thing you can do for your body. Yeah. You you re- you heal when you sleep. Mm-hmm. People that, like guys that are working out, you know, Monday's chest day, Tuesday. You recover, and that's when you heal actually when you sleep you get the biggest endogenous release of yeah of um melatonin it's anti-cancer that's beautiful you said it because most people they don't realize that sleeping is healing part of for me as i recover i go anytime i'm horizontal mm-hmm. even if you're not like you said when you're just hanging out mm-hmm. you're healing yeah the only way to heal is to do nothing nothing the key though when you're doing nothing is to not do this <laughs> right, right, and, and, and also it's like you look. Let's take, take bears, right? Mm-hmm. They hibernate. Well, we don't hibernate ourselves physically, which no. is called fasting. So that's what I love with it, because also they taste great. Thank you. You know this. You know I make. I've made a billion smoothies, and mm-hmm. like you get you as you hone your craft, mm-hmm. and it's the taste is everything. Yeah. But also when you get, and it's got to be the best 
just feeling because you are making these and i told the same thing love love mm -hmm. when people say hey i'm now healthier because of you mm -hmm. in a country that we used to be number one in obesity we're now number two mexico yeah. is past the u.s yeah but we're very unhealthy countries that need a little kick in the butt right mm -hmm. and this right here i'm proud of you i don't even know uh, this is it's amazing it gets me excited because okay. when we come together yeah to heal, we're, we're stronger we right? are Mm -hmm. So I, I love I love it. I'm gonna like I could be at a Whole Foods right now. And I could buy my sonics. I can see them in the I can see you right buy now. that in a heartbeat. Yeah. They're yes, it's right like, up his alley because the flavor is on point. It's just now it's like all right, who can we get? You know, we get audience right in front. Of you, but we can sell these to whoever. Okay. Um, but no, I think they're fantastic. Thank you. And uh, great so, job. So part of what I was doing when I was uh, honing in in my craft is to make sure that the tonics are palatable. So that people will want to drink them. So like the consistency of what's in there, it, how it match up together. You don't want it too thick, too too bland, too spicy, too you know, kind of mm -hmm. like neutralize. And we got to a place where now I feel like okay, anybody can drink them. And um, because I've, I'm big on blending, mm -hmm. people are like oh these juice juices. I say they are juices, but they're not juice. They're blended because. I want to keep all the nutrients in. I wanna, I wanna make sure that even if I'm mixing with, let's say, water, most of the content of what's in it is the herb and the spices and the veggies. And I use no preservatives. I don't care for preservatives. I don't care for uh, chemicals. I love everything that's organic, and it 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 makes me feel um, a little sad that this country has to label what's organic and what's not because i grew up in kenya and nothing had to be labeled organic Goodness, it was all organic. it was right? all organic you know so i had to kind of like every time i'm in the store i'm like oh what do i get how do i stay as organic as possible and it, it's tough but well, you gotta go to the part of the grocery store where there's no labels the fruits and vegetables section yeah there's no label like on the carrot saying okay yes. there's how much you know, yeah like, good point carrots and carrot yeah you know, so um and I, and I like being from Africa. There's a book called Fruit Hunters. And there's mm -hmm. these people that travel the world looking for new foods. But the issue with they can't bring them back to the U.S. just because of the seed, the seed. And also they could be could cause cross pollination, contamination, mm -hmm. whatever. But you're in, in like you can't. I mean, there's roots and, and herbs here that we don't have here. Yeah. That, that plenty. Very healing. Yes. Um, so it's cool for the ones that are here that you mm -hmm. can introduce them into drinks where people have never even heard of them. Yeah. Or never tried them. Yeah. Like, oh, this is great. Yeah. You know? And it's the thing, too, because I compare some of the herbs that I get from home as the same ones here. Like I have ashwagandha that's from home, and the one here, the taste is, like, superior. Not to say it like that, but you can tell, like, from the soil that has been, you know, grown in and all it that matters. kind of stuff. It matters. And if you can get to as close as possible the best quality of something that you're ingesting, that's what I recommend to everybody. And, uh, you know, sometimes you hear people say, oh, YOLO, you know, it doesn't matter. I'm going to eat all kinds of junk, some Twix and Snickers and all that. Do whatever you want to do, but just think about your body because you get one body and you're supposed to do all junk in moderation anyway, if at all. And then so... You know, they come back, they're like, yeah, I did so bad. What can I do? You have my tonics because I know they're going to make f make me feel better. I'm like, yeah, I got some tonics for you. And, uh, you know, I try to take care of the community as best as I can. 
but we got to all work together. I got to work with you to take care of you. Yeah. So I'm, I'm doing my best and I'm, I'm hoping that more people will be conscious of their health and do better. Yeah. Yeah. For Amen real. to that. I mean, you brought up a good point with one, uh, ingredient tasting better out of the soil in Kenya versus mm -hmm. here because mm -hmm. that's the, like the next level mm -hmm. is okay not what are we eating and are we eating a plant but what's the plant eating out of the soil what's in the soil yeah what nutrients are there and that's sort of the next level mm -hmm. of what some people are trying to get into they'll actually cultivate the soil and put certain recipes into the soil just to make sure to make it better the, yeah the plants eating good things before you go eat the plant yeah and then if you happen to eat meat that you're eating something good that, you know, whatever animal mm -hmm. ate, whatever they're eating. Yeah. So that, you have an awesome recipe. And I didn't mean to ask you, like, soup to nuts to find out your proprietary <laughs> plant. So that was probably out of line. And I get that. But how does it go for you? We have the pandemic, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Everything. Yeah. We, we were shut down here. And how, what kind of obstacles? Because that's survival mode again, right? It for everybody. Is. It is. I was like, okay, here we go. My job, my part-time job was closed down, the casino. And so I'm like, okay, what are we doing now? The tonics, people are like, they, they're getting sick. They're like, oh, my God, do you have a tonic we can use? I'm like, yeah, the immune support, because first of all, it's going to make get you feeling better. Then it's also going to prepare you to not get sick the next time because – People were getting COVID about two, three, four, five times. I'm like, how? Um, but um, <laughs> but I was just trying to make sure that it, you know, it works. So because there was no contact, the six feet thing, I had to come up with a um, shipping option on my website. How'd you do that? Um, I have a website guy that helped me, but um, so as soon as you, once you get to the checkout, it gave you the option for. Uh, no contact delivery or shipping. So I could drive around when we were allowed to, and I'll just deliver to whatever address, and I'll, you know, say, hey, your tonics are at the door or whatever, and I'm out because if you're sick, I really don't want to be around you. Right. Um, but then shipping, at first, because I use, I prefer glass for the, you know, organic foods, but I was trying to ship with the jars, I had a lot of problems, even it didn't matter how I packaged them. It was just like chaos. I guess the post office workers were overworked. They had too much to ship all over. And my packages were just going, getting thrown around. And people were like, oh, I got, you know, my tonics. One of the jars is broken. I'm like, here we go. So I had to come up with the plastic bottles, which I mostly use for shipping. And, um, People were happy about that. So I was shipping all over the country, and um, I was able to find a way to get the tonics to people anyway. And then when stuff started opening up a little bit more, um, that was still the biggest seller. They're like, oh, my God, you know, we lost so many people and so many loved ones. We're trying to make sure, and your tonic works, and we need it. And I'm like, okay, I got you. So it was survival mode, but... I was more concerned about taking care of people so that they don't get so sick. Right. Yeah. It's that love. It's love. I love people and I, I love community. Uh, anytime somebody has an issue or uh, uh, underlying condition, like not too long ago, some a close friend was sick and 
they told her if you don't do what you need to do you're gonna have to start chemo and she called me freaking out she said what can you do can you make me a special tonic and i made her tonics and two weeks later her doctor's like your numbers are really good and she called me crying and happy that makes me feel really good yeah yeah because i'm like i know what i'm doing and what i don't know i'll research because my mom who's my mentor or was my mentor she passed away five years ago so i can't pick up the phone and call her say ma what do you think about these herbs what do we do for this person so i just kind of do it myself or call some of my peers in the community like cj that are in the same field with natural medicine and we can kind of like figure out something that will you know help somebody so that's where i'm at with that you bring up another survival mode story (laughs) which is you know you found out your mom passed and then had three days to plan an international (sighs) funeral and get overseas right yeah that was rough um losing a parent especially if you're close is probably one of the toughest things to ever deal with for me at least and um i was working at the casino and i was like i gotta go first of all they told me she was sick they're like your mom's really sick all of a sudden you need to come home who's they my family members my auntie that's we're super close she was with her and my sister too they're like, yeah. And as soon as somebody says, you need to come, you know that's like serious. So I was making arrangements to go as soon as possible. I was going to leave on Saturday. She passed on Thursday. Uh, she passed when I was with my best friend. And my best friend just kind of froze to, you know, see, like, what what can I do to help her? But I wasn't, like, in... Like you say, survival mode. I say, I got to get to my kids. I got to tell them. I got to go. I got to tell my job. I'm leaving. You know, I'm making arrangements. They're like back home in Kenya, which is like a seven or eight hour difference. They're like, when will you be here? We can't make decisions without without you. What, What would you like to do for her with this? And what do you like? How do you want this done? You know, so I'm like, okay, I'm the oldest. That's why it's so much on me. And at the time when she passed, she wasn't married. So she, everything falls on the first child. So I'm like, all right, I'll be there as soon as possible. I give power attorney to my auntie who was talking to me at the time about, you know, the whole situation. Drop everything here. And I'm like, I'm out of here. But the thing is, people don't realize when you leave the U.S. as a foreigner and that lives here, the bills don't stop. So while I'm going to Kenya for six weeks, I'm mentally yeah. like, um, did I take care of everything I need to back at home, you right. know? But um, I up and, you know, got me and the kids ready. And I'm like, we got to go. I had to go to their schools wow. and tell them, you know, they're not going to be here for the next six weeks. And um, we'll be back. Yeah. I got to Kenya. Chaos everywhere. Everything. Everybody's grim. Um. I didn't even shed a tear that whole time through seeing her body. Like she wanted like her, her favorite color is purple. You see, I'm wearing purple. So I had bought this really nice purple lipstick. She didn't want nobody else to put that on her. 
except you, you know it was my job so when we got there i had to like they embalmed her and did what it, what wow. they needed to do but i had to see and the kids wanted to follow me everywhere i'm like yeah i don't have to be part of the hard situation they're like no ma we want to be by your side i'm like all right so we go i'm doing that we're breaking down a little bit but i'm trying to hold it together because the rest of the family was falling apart and so i did that um i had requested my auntie to get my mom has locks like me so i guess it's a family thing my daughter has locks my son has locks i have locks i say auntie can you get some of mom's locks from her head because we're gonna add it to our hair so now i have like a couple pieces of my mom's oh, hair wow. and um so things like that that matter we went and got organized get the funeral going get the families together and all that it was like over 500 people at her funeral but it was a lot so the last week that mental health thing came in play because i was like okay we're almost out of time the whole time everybody's been sad we need to go somewhere by the beach and relax just so we can get back to some type of normalcy you don't want to be just sad and feel like your body is deteriorating you feel like maybe you're getting a little bit sick I didn't like that feeling. So we went to the beach and got to do, you know, a few fun things, then came back. But it was a lot because even uh, right before she passed, she had, um, she was so proud of me for coming up with the tonic recipes. And she's like, thank God one of my children took over and did some of what I've been doing, you know, with the herbs. And I said, Ma, can you help me come up with um, skin tonic recipe? Because I want to do that. And right before she passed, she helped me come up with the different ingredients that we need to put together. And when she passed, it took me over a year, maybe close to two years, to be able to even put the ingredients together because I was so emotional. And uh, now we have a... That was the last tonic I made was the skin tonic. And um, it's called Aliki Skin Tonic, which Mm. her name is in it. Because all the other tonics just have the basic names like weight loss, weight gains, um, energy, joint support, immune support. I have a sleep. I have a sexual health. But then the skin one is called a leaky skin tonic. Love it. And it's special, you know, special blend, special label. Just in her memory, I always wanted that to do something. That one's always going to be there. Yes. And I love it. I love how it tastes. And it's purple. I had to make sure that the berries I use, blueberries, blackberries, the tone of the color ends up being purple. So it Love worked it. out. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. You sound like her clone. <laughs> Both independent women. Yeah. Starting their own businesses. Yeah. Running it through thick and thick and thin, right? Thick and thin, yes. yeah. No matter yeah. what. No matter what. Lots of traveling back and forth. You know. Oh it's, my god. It's, you are her clone is what it sounds like. I, I mean, I'm honored because my mom was a superwoman to me. And the fact that people compare me to her is just such an honor for me. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, I tried to live how I was raised because my kids pattern after me. You know, kids don't necessarily always say stuff, but they follow stuff. So... I had to make sure that I'm the best example of a mom I can be. Uh, I'm learning as I go, and I always remind my kids that every day. I say, I've never had no 
24-year-old or 18-year-old. I'm learning as I go. What questions do you have? Let's figure it out together. Yeah, things happen and you deal with them. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, and my kids, we have an open um, discussion relationship. And my daughter, we're super close, maybe because we're both Aquarius, too. We, <laughs> we, like, right there, we see eye to eye. And then my son is more, like, laid back and private. But things that are necessary for me to know, he'll tell me. Because he knows I'm the most important woman in his life right now. That's until right. Until he has his, whoever his girlfriend or whatever, you know. Um, I'm doing the best to make sure that we're living as organically, as free, as open as possible. Yeah. That, that's where I'm at with that, with parenting. Sounds like you're their super, superhero. I'm 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 trying and you know as as you say I've been in survival mode most of my life even now um my job just went on strike and I gotta be outside picketing that's survival mode because I don't know when's the next time I'm gonna get a paycheck or I don't know what's gonna be next for me with that so in the meantime I'm pushing my tonics which is my passion and um, I'm hoping to get, you know, like more people involved with the tonic world. Um, I reached out to a few, let's say, bars and uh, restaurant establishments because I feel like if you guys insist on selling like some of the liquor, use the tonics as mixers because some, some of my customers do that. They're like, this goes really good with tequila. This goes really good with that. So, yeah, use that. And if we can come up with a... Um, uh, contract or deal in those lines that would be really beneficial. Yeah, maybe get some placement there. Yeah, placement there, placement or the in post, gyms. Uh, post night recovery. You're yeah. Like every, you know, when you wake up, you're mm -hmm. hungover. Yeah. Drinking immune support. Yeah. Get your health back. Even the detox is very good for uh, hangovers, especially for people that tailgate. Now that I've tailgated a little bit. Well, you said you got one called <laughs> sexual. Um, sexual health. I've got a, my, my friend here, John, could really use that one. Really? Yeah. So actually, that's. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a move. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. A, a I lot, mean, we can lot. work something out. Yeah. Um. So the sexual health, actually, I'm glad you brought it up because. I'm glad I did it for John. <laughs> John, are you in desperate need? He's in the market. Okay, well. So the thing with the sexual health, <laughs> <laughs> it's a mood enhancer. So you don't have to just drink it for sexual purposes. But Jeff, we know that's your favorite. It is the best. We had an, uh, one experience here. This was probably, what, four years ago, five yeah. years ago? We yeah. had someone on the team uh, who will remain nameless. They, dr It wasn't me, but they drank <laughs> this. His name rhymes with Shref. Mm -hmm. Proprietary recipe. Mm -hmm. They then proceeded to lock themselves in the bathroom yep. for over an hour. Mm -hmm. Excuse me? They were afraid They were having a out. moment. Their body marinated, and oh, they got like, to where they, they needed to. Like, uh, where did they go? <laughs> well, I was out here cleaning. Was it, it a, was a cleaning party. Blood, um, and <laughs> blood flow? It um, was. Well, mm -hmm. there's definitely blood going to the face mm -hmm. because... Like, where did they go? Awesome. One of the other team members come up, comes up and says, hey, uh, <laughs> you won't believe this, but we've got, we've got a team member locked in the bathroom. They've locked themselves in because yeah. they're afraid to she, come She out. was probably having the best moment in her she life, was. for real. And finally came out and was just, yeah, all the blood's in her face. And um, 
said, hey, I, I had to lock myself in there. I just, <laughs> there's no way I could be in public. Yeah. yeah it was, it the, was the a, tonic took a over testimonial her body. that should be on Google. Yes, I yes. think so. Locked myself in bathroom for one hour at now. work. I need this. <laughs> I need to know. See, I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> that happened. <laughs> she was probably in there for longer, actually. Yeah, no, for real, though. Um, the, the excitement with the sexual tonic and the people that appreciate that, that tonic, you just see the the glow in their faces. They're like, oh, do you have that one that I need? Uh, because I, I, it makes me feel so good. My body gets, you know, um, you know flowing. It gets flowing. I mean, John's already groaning over there. Mm. Uh, I mean, He's yeah, got like placebo. What's and by the way, by John, the it's way. just water, buddy. It's just actually water. That's the whole tonic. It's by the way, water. it's um, this is <laughs> sweetest day weekend. Oh. So what I do? I've got a few. <laughs> hello. <laughs> I don't. I sure. My sweetie is working. Let's see if he makes some time for me. But anyway, so oh, we'll try <laughs> to we'll Let's try to post this before Sweet Hello. 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 Put him on blast. Mr. Where Manager. You, you better show up, Mr. sir. Mr. Manager. Anyway, Mr. Manager. So we'll rush this to production. Uh huh. So listen. Take care of your sweetie. Sweetest day and Valentine's Day week. I do a special. I mix the sexual health tonic with the energy tonic and call it sexual energy. It's oh, a hey, hit. Marvin Gaye. It's a <laughs> <laughs> It's a big hit. What about for the weekend called I'm All Alone? Oh, man. Mm, you don't want to drink that alone. Don't otherwise, you'll end up locked into a bathroom. <laughs> you might, yeah. yeah. You might have. I um, can't wait for, I've never, I can't wait for Valentine's Day. Uh, for this. Sweetest Day? No, for the Swedish, for this, this combo. It's this week. Oh, it is? It's Sweetest Day weekend and Valentine's Day weekend. Okay. Oh, yeah. that's when you, oh, I got Will I'm you sorry. be mine? Can we have it together? I would love to. You know, okay. Sweetest Day Saturday, the twenty first. I do now. You do. Oh, you better it's get like your sweetie. Cause, cause it's really, high. it's high. <laughs> Listen. Like, yeah, my. Uh, no, I heard uh, it's mostly Michigan made. That the women came up with something for the men to be. It's they flipped it around. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, why not? I love it. You love know, that. you get to you get your sweetie. They get you a tonic, you go out to eat or, you know, and then whatever, it goes up from there. So um, because I'm making this the sexual energy tonic, it's always good to, like, remind people they're getting double the benefits because it's all these combinations of herbs. There's ginseng. I'm using horny goat weed. I'm using ginkgo biloba. I'm using... Um, the ginkgo biloba. Watch out for that stuff, you guys. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> Woo! But it's good Wiggle. for focus. It's good for focus. And so you need that. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, notes of vanilla and uh, a little bit of spirulina, a little bit of beets and all that, because the beets are good for your blood flow. I mean, it's it's packed with a lot of benefits. So okay. you can't go wrong. All right, we're going to push that out. And I have one last question for mm -hmm. you. And that is with the preface that the two things that stand out to me about you maybe three actually mm -hmm. is you put family first no matter yeah. what and you know when your family needs you it's when they need you right? yeah and uh your ability to survive anything mm -hmm. no matter what yeah that remains to be seen with more obstacles that'll probably come your way <laughs> and then you're just entrepreneurial spirit thank which is, you which is incredible but what would what advice would you give to the 21 year old 
in Kenya or wherever else right now. Mm -hmm. After everything, your full story going all the way back yeah. to right now. What'd you tell them? Like my mantra goes, which is the best one. The glass is always half full, always in any situation. You get to work and you're feeling a little deflated. At least you have a job. You, you know, you're tired from work and all that. At least you have a job. You feel like this is a plan that you're working on is not working. Come up with a plan B, a, a variation of something. So just if, as long as you keep your positivity and you keep your spirits up, you're not going to lose. You're always going to come up on top because any experiences, even if they're bad experiences, you learn something. And you know, you know what to do next time, how to do something better. So don't give up and stay positive. I love your mindset. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, I have to do that. I have to have that because the opposite of, of that is sickness, is depression, is uh, disappointment. But who wants to live in that space? Not me. Attitude. Attitude, yeah. You don't want to, you know. Just be on the negative. There's no reason for that at all. Yeah, we are, we are alive. We're kicking. We, um, you know, we have food. Sometimes you don't have food, but when you get it, appreciate it. You have water. I mean, it could be worse, but we're here. We're surviving. So do the best you can with what you got. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. For taking the time to come in. Of course. This was awesome. Yeah. This is... Uh, I was some. hoping that CJ had, you know, more to tell me or oh, questions well maybe to it's ask. Not too late. CJ, actually, I do have a few questions for Ivana. Okay, here so we go. Here, here, here we go. Yes, <laughs> the interview begins Let's now. Let's get to know you more. <laughs> so the first question I have <laughs> yes. is, what was, when you came to the United States, mm -hmm. um, what was the first concert you saw? Big name. I'm guessing you like music. Who doesn't? I love Kenya music. I went to, uh, like, a reggae fest. Mm in the summertime it was in dc maryland area and then uh but like remembering if i'm really thinking about a concert that people would uh resonate with black eyed peas that was epic they really did a good show and that was here at uh somewhere somewhere far out it was mm -hmm. amazing i had a really good and after that i went to a few good ones that um like eminem okay. and jay-z it's a lot of like rap never, never heard of them yeah hello i mean eminem is from here I, eminem so. is one of my heroes okay uh, good um i know he was joking how was he lot was he great lot i've never seen him live oh he's amazing, amazing yeah yeah he's and he's in he the zone did you see him with jay-z yes yeah That's and incredible. then uh i think i think i did kanye west as well I've been oh, the last one I went to was Drake and it was wow. I see why because both my boyfriend and my daughter love Drake and so they're like, "Okay, come with so you can see why we love." I'm like, "Okay, cool." Cuz I do like some of his music. I just don't know a lot yeah, of he's it. Amazing. I I listen mostly to African music, you know, like The Burner Boy mm. and uh, Bob Marley, uh, if it's, you know, anything that's Jamaican or African or uh, anything from the Caribbean, I I'm more involved with that because I feel like it takes me back to my roots. But I'm open to trying any other ones, any other music, as long as it has a good beat. Talk about that beat. The she beat. likes that low okay. bass. Like yeah. The, the, the LB. Yeah, and and Jeff uses a lot of that when we 
workout here. This yeah, that's why I love this gym. Her playlist is better than mine. I love this gym especially because of the combo of things, the people, mm. the music, and the workout. And then, you know, if you come to a space where you feel comfortable, you don't have to, like, alter anything about yourself. You, you thrive in that space. You you're heal good quicker, to go. You're, you're, you're be- yeah. Yeah, so I walk in the door on Tuesday or Thursday or whatever day. I'm like, oh, here we go. I'm in the zone. It's time. And it's a tough workout, too. Oh, my God. I mean, you know. The repetitions, I'm like, okay, we can do this. You walk in, it takes you a minute to unwind because you probably have a lot on your mind. Yeah. About 10 minutes in, she's feeling herself. Yeah. And she's getting it going. (laughs) That's sort of your routine. Yeah, and mostly because, too, I'm not a morning person. I work nights mostly. So morning, for me to even wake up and be here at 9.30 is a big task. I'm like, whoo, I made it. So like, okay, now let me get ready for class because if I don't, Jeff might say something <clears throat> in the mic. Vonatonics or something, you know. Look, the room man. is brighter <laughs> when you're in it. That's a fact. That's all I'll say. Mm. I love shouting her out on the mic. I appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like sometimes it's also like a wake up call. Like, come on, do better, do more, do it now. I'm like, okay. I mean, it's, it's a good thing to listen to. Good. Yeah. See, Great Jim? answer. All right. Last question. Um, <laughs> so let's say we go to Kenya right now. Mm-hmm. I've never been to Kenya. Yeah. And then uh, Jeff's w- with me and we're, we're hanging out. You're, you're our tour guide. What is one place you're going to take us? We've never been. That mm-hmm. would be blow our minds. And yeah. also, what is the one signature dish of food oh. that you're gonna? And I've never had a traditional. <laughs> so, so those are the, the last. So, where are you gonna take us? And then, yeah. where? What kind of food are we gonna eat? On a safari. I know you I'm know. Already, I'm already loving it. Yeah. <laughs> Most anybody in the world knows what a safari is because they've seen it on in the movies or something like that. And they've tried to bring up some stuff in their own countries to kind of emanate that. We have some of the best animals, like the lions Mm. and the giraffes and the wildlife. It's just, like, so exciting to see up close. When you go on a tour, you get to a resort that, you you know, they usually put you up in a resort that's by the wildlife. So when you go around the wildlife area, uh, the reserve, it's a whole experience. You feel like, wow. I'm like one with nature. The trees, it's, it's like semi-desert-ish. You get to see the animals. Some of them you're like super close, but they usually only let you in their zone when they already have been fed, so they don't feel like they need to eat you. So that, that that's an epic experience for anybody, especially if you love nature. And then uh, other than that, I would say go to the beach because being in Mombasa, which where my auntie is, or Diani, is by the Indian Ocean. Mm. And they walk there every morning and go jogging with the dogs and all that. Oh, it's just like you see God's work. You're like, mm-hmm. this is so beautiful and relaxing. So that, them two will be my top two. Um, also, as far as food goes, I could go on and on and on. I introduced my boyfriend to some of the food that we eat because he's from here. And he's still there right now. <laughs> yeah, he, he's I mean, like, he will not He's like, babe, I love you. I'm going to stay. You know, you go ahead. I'll be, I'll be on your tail. I'm going to keep doing this weight yeah. thing with this food. Yeah. You bring that tonic back over here so I can lose some weight. Yeah, he's so into the food because uh, we use a lot of spices. Like mm-hmm. if you open my spice cabinet at home, 
it's not salt and pepper like a lot of people think. I mean, a, a lot of people have. So what's in there? Some of everything. Paprika, cumin, mm. uh, turmeric, uh, all, all kinds of pepper, stuff. ginger. I have some stuff from like Trader Joe's. It's pretty good, like the 21 seasonings, the onion salt, the garlic pep, um, garlic powder, and all of that. I have all those, too. I have a lot of masala and stuff like that. Epic. But um, the food itself... I have this thing called chapati. It looks like pita bread, and mm. you you have to roll it from scratch. So you roll, you knead the dough, you make the dough. My daughter does that now. Thank God, because who's doing all that work? She's really good at it. And she, you have to put the right combination of, let's say, flour, a little bit of salt and water, and maybe a little bit of butter or something like that, or f- whatever flavor you want to add in there. Some people use ghee so good you you roll it out and once you're done you cut it into pieces it comes becomes chapati that's what it's called and so the chapati because it's these layers of bread you have the option to have it with let's say some greens which i would say collard greens are really good collard greens saute them with light garlic on the side (laughs) and make some lamb oh so i love lamb and uh a lot of people think because I'm health, I, I eat healthy and or an organic. I don't eat meat. I'm like, who told you that? I grew up eating meat. I just don't eat pork. I eat, um, and the meat that I eat has to be halal, which means the way it's been raised, eating, you know, just the right foods, right, no no trash, and then it's been prayed over, and I go get it from the halal markets. So I get the lamb, maybe lamb shoulder, cut it in small pieces. Either cook it in the oven until I broil it at the end. If not, I'll just saute it with onions and stuff like that. I can't concentrate. <laughs> I'm <laughs> rolling right now and bring it back. It sounds so good. It is really good. Yeah. That sounds amazing. That's my favorite dish. Well, we need to go to Kenya. Can we reissue this whole show with food? It's called Chapati Nanyama. All right, last question. <laughs> This is a trivia. Last question. Yeah, let's order some food. Here we go. So this is, so you're now, you got two continents you call home. Yes. But in the continent you're from, Mm -hmm. again, this is a Jeopardy question. Mm. What? My son would be good at this. What animal Mm -hmm. kills more humans in the continent of Africa? I'll give you both a guess. I think Jeff, you might know this. What is the number one? What what animal kills more humans? In 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 uh in uh in Africa, than any other animal in the, in the uh in that the kills in, in the continent. It's a trick question. That makes me sad. I I'm sorry. It's just we'll, we'll cut it out if it's too much. It's no, it's not sad. It's just it's just what you wouldn't think. You might think, oh, is it a tiger? Tapeworm. N- is it a mammal? <laughs> it's a big. It's big. Okay, I'm gonna go elephant. With, I'm gonna go with the hippo. The hippopotamus. It is. The hippo. Oh, crocodile. No, it's the hippo. No. It, the hippo. Yeah, because they're, they're crazy in if, water. The hippo, if you get a chance. As an Aquarius, it's good for you to know this. Yeah, you should know this. The yeah, Hippos and Aquarius, mm-hmm. no bueno. Why? Um, why? We love water. I know, but hippopotamus, they, they, if they know you're an Aquarius and they have that sense. Oh, that, you guys are haters. I think they're going to spare you? you. He's an Aries, so he's already a hater. So. <laughs> you know what? I know. I actually try I think to. I we try to. If I see Jeff in public, well. I avoid him because of that. Because our astrologies are my. It's actually it's the it's the month of me. 
it's I'm a What's that? I'm a Scorpio. I turn uh, no wonder I turn, he reacted I turn like that to the sexual time. Did you see his I reaction? Got excited. Yeah, he was about to head to the bathroom. Yeah, and he said, himself. "I need that I'm right now." I'm glad the table's hot. Four hours. And so now I'm rethinking everything I said because Scorpios most times remember everything, and he's gonna use everything I said as ammo. You know I've already I'm got saying? a new business called CJ's Tonics. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It's part of the narcissist Funny, movement. You're here so I can make oh, money off of your man. idea. Shark Tank? <laughs> wow, well, good this luck. This called CJ's Tank. Tank. You know, you'll find no bigger givers than probably both of you at this table right now. Really? Yeah. Oh, so man. That up, makes me upper happy. Upper echelon, Aquarius, and Scorpio at the table here. That's very... I'm glad you brought up givers because you know most of the world is takers. So Correct. when you find the givers, I just get so happy. Correct. Well, yeah. you're fortunate. <laughs> You've got an amazing story. Yeah. Um, thanks do. for being here today. Thank you so uh, much. And again, you guys get a chance to. Vana's tonics are delicious. It was yeah. an honor to have you on. This was an honor to, to be asked to be here today. Of course. Yeah. You're amazing. To be part of a, a podcast, the Get Some podcast. Yeah. And what you do is inspiring. I Other got some. Other people need to know about it. Yeah. And you also they give do. some. And I give some. Mm -hmm. Always. That's the There's a three-pronged mm -hmm. approach. Yeah. Get some. Give some. Mm -hmm. Got some. Yes. All right. This is Got Some signing off. Thank you for coming on. You were a wonderful guest. Thank you so much Nothing for having me. Nothing but love. Yes. CJ. All thank around. you for always being a great addition to the show. Is this live? This thing's going to go live with this? <laughs> Vana, it's been a pleasure. Uh, very nice to meet you. It's um, so nice to meet and you. And I'm looking forward to seeing you around the gym. I see why Jeff is so crazy. It runs in the family. Well, we shared bunk beds. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. We if both slept in the top bunk and fell off a lot. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Yes. It's a pleasure. Yeah. All right. Got some signing off.